your afternoon home for Kings Talk and so much more. The Drive Guys on Sacktown Sports. Chiefs will never, ever, ever eat the 49er track and show your tight ends, famous girlfriend on TV. But Chiefs will never, ever, ever Come on, sing along with me. No, I'm good, man. I like that. You you actually like that? Uh, uh, Kyle, what are you doing, bro? That's clever. That's that's really clever by Whitey. I mean, yeah, I mean it's you know, it's silly and fun and all that, but that's really clever. Can I ask you a question, Kyle? Are you here Monday with us? Uh I can be. <laughs> Make sure we clip Whitey just now singing. So that if the Niners lose, we can never, replay never, that. Ever. We can bring that back. I got gotcha. you. And then we'll play the real version of Taylor Swift. I don't think he's in. That's a great idea, but I don't think. Oh, man. Yeah, and you know, I'll I'll make I'll make a note for Simone and uh, Jay when they come back. And Our- win the four. Yeah, Jay will take care of it. Yeah, Jay. You know, yeah, Jay- I'm sure. <laughs> Jay gonna be sick, man. He's not coming in. Well, if the Niners lose. Uh, Simone might actually be sick if the 49ers lose this one. <laughs> there's a lot of emotional investment going into this game. Meanwhile, you and me, Kansas City fans, we're confident. Don't, We've don't been here me. before. Exactly. You know, we this got a- two Super Bowls under our belts yeah. under, uh, with Patrick. Two. Holmes. Ooh. Hey. Whoa. Oh, Whitey. It, isn't it? Two Super Bowls. Ah. Hasn't down to you. Hasn't the 49ers hold, you know, slogan the these last couple years been the quest for six? That's their whole thing, right. right? I don't know what they're looking for. I got number six right here on my right hand, and, and number seven's gonna be on my left hand. You know, Patrick Mahomes has taken their sixth championship and <laughs> taking it back to Kansas <laughs> I don't City. Even know what you're talking about. You know, Kansas, I, don't even I got know I got San Francisco's sixth championship. Just- and then seventh championship is coming back. Two times just, we're going to beat the just, 49ers. You're just embarrassing oh. yourself. As a, as a friend, I, gotta, I love it. I love I gotta, it. I got to tell you, you know, you might want to just kind of tone that down we're, we're, just a bit. We've been here before. You know, this is fourth time in five years. <sighs> I'll tell you what, though. Let me, let me say this, guys. Might win another Super Bowl. It's cute. Yeah. People on the YouTube chat, uh-huh. they get a treat every day. Because people driving home right now. Listening at work on the app or yeah, something like yeah. that. They or don't get the to see it on yeah. the radio. They yeah. don't get to see us dressed up like this. <laughs> like, this is a treat right here. Well, thank you. Seriously, thank you. And I know you say disparaging things about this, which I understand, but thank you for letting me borrow your Purdy jersey. I appreciate that. It just looks disgusting. Yeah. It just looks yeah. hideous. Like, I'm telling you, in about three years, fits. Feels good. people will be like, who who was number 13 for the Niners? I don't even remember that guy. Yeah, I'm you sure. Know? I'm sure. <laughs> Yeah, I so hope, and it's very uh, unlikely. I so hope that somehow he ends up winning the MVP. Oh, I, yeah, can you imagine? Be, that oh, would be great. <laughs> and then wins the Super Bowl, and like, hey, how are you today, Kyle? Oh how my you? gosh! You know what's funny? <laughs> uh, I'm looking at the YouTube chat. Trishawn Myers, Drapes got on a Mahomes jersey, shaking my head. Drapes, you my dog, but now you look like a hater. I am. Oh, now. I was we, like, we, we now. Like six months, right? Yeah. Where was he? He was wearing Lions stuff. I he was Lions, Eagles, Packers, my guy, Jordan Love. Come on, man. Yeah, uh, like man. now this is where he this crosses is the line. Oh, now you're just a hater, Drapes. I've been a hater since day one, bro. 
Shoot. How did you? How does anybody know an amateur? Was it amateur? Yeah. What do you say? How do you? And you knew it. How do you know what Taylor Swift's favorite number is? Everybody knows who's. Oh, Taylor this Fish. is this is a oh, whole how? thing. Okay, uh, that's, that's all right. What do you mean thing. how? Well, I just that's not the type of thing I would think you would know. Th- this Kyle, is, can you school this guy? Yeah. So so here's the deal. And this, I don't need a whole. Is it just it's well this, known because she said it once this, or something? I think the best person to educate us is Ice Cube's son on Twitter has the has all the information for us. For those who don't know, Taylor was born on the 13th of December. She turned 13 on Friday the 13th. Her first album went gold in the U.S. in 13 weeks. She just won her 13th Grammy. It's Super Bowl 58. Five plus eight is 13. She's been to 12 Kansas City games since dating Travis Kelsey. This will be game number 13. She's going to lose to number 13. Oh. And the Super Bowl is on February 11th. Two plus one, 13. 13. 11 is not 13. No, That's 2 okay. plus 11 is 13. Yeah, it's it's 11. February 11th. Yeah. 2 plus 11 is 13. Yeah, like, not. you really didn't know that, Whitey? That her favorite I, no. number was 13? No, I didn't. Where you and been I just at, man? You living under a rock? Yeah. Also, 100 you, minus 13, 87. Yeah. 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 <laughs> this is a, What's her favorite food? I don't want to know and I don't care. Man, she's the biggest thing out there. You don't she's know great. anything about her. 13 uh, has always been Taylor's number. Right. Apparently. Yeah. That's 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 great. That's tremendous. It is a little more fun talking about football right now than it is talking about whatever that was that the Kings did yeah. uh, last night. And, of course, today they ended up doing at the deadline nothing. What's more worse, in your opinion? Nothing or last night? Last night is way worse to me. Really? Because you could make yeah. the case, as I've been trying to make, I know it's not a popular case today, that... <laughs> You know what? It could still work out. We don't know what was available, blah, blah, blah. But last night, there's no way. You can't work your way around like, well, you know, give first home game after a long road trip. like, no, none of that applies last night. Yeah, and I agree with you because I think because of what happened last night, today feels even worse. Like, if they would have won last night and they didn't do anything at the trade deadline, okay, I get it, Monty. You know, maybe the deal wasn't out there. But – to lose and then not do no help is on the way. That's mm-hmm. what's concerning. Like we've been on this roller coaster all season long. And maybe we can go out there and get this guy. Maybe this guy can help. Now we know there is no help on the way. This is it. This is who we got. Maybe in the buyout market, somebody like that. But this is who we got. Mm-hmm. And I think that's 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 a little frustrating for fans. Sure. And it's also very discouraging when you see that the Oklahoma City Thunder. Mm. They get Gordon Hayward. The Dallas Mavericks, they get Daniel Gafford. And P.J. P.J. Washington. I know you had interest in him. Yeah. Uh, Phoenix gets Royce O'Neal and David Roddy. Mm. Of course, the Knicks and Bucks and Sixers also uh, added help. But in your own conference where that's what makes it harder to say, no, I think we're not going to do anything. Well, teams that you're competing with are doing something. Yeah, and and what that signals to me is that this is a long play game. So this year, we're not going to go for it. We're going to do the best we can, first round, hopefully second round. But then we'll come back next year, maybe tweak and add some next year. And so, I don't know. You know what it is, Whitey? And I, this is this is the 100% honest truth. It's like waking up on Christmas Day and you're not getting any presents, but everybody else gets to open shiny new things. Hmm. Where's our shiny new thing? Mm-hmm. We don't have it. We got, you know, our same 
It's reliable. You get it's a, good. Well, you get something, but it's just like a Bluetooth speaker. <laughs> That's all you get. I tell you what, I got like ten of those just sitting I around. Know. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> it's like that's like the hot gift now, right? At corporations, like we got one here at Bonneville. I got like five from the Kings. I haven't opened team. mine yet, but yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh, nice you're, you're right. It's a yeah. nice gift. It's solid. It's good, but it's not the boom box. It's not. It's not going to move the needle. And so uh, it's frustrating, man, because you know. I wanted fireworks. I wanted some big names, yes. But here's the problem with not doing anything. Our needs are still the same. So basically, Monty has not addressed a need. And we know they need several things. And so right now, our needs are not being met. Our needs are not being addressed. And we got to wait till the offseason for that. That's so we got to be patient. The tricky part of trying to get what you need in the trade market, you obviously are limited by what's available, and then you're also limited by what you have that other teams want. I think mm-hmm. that's the part of this that maybe we haven't talked about enough. I don't think the Kings have a lot right now that they're willing to part with that other teams want. Yeah. But, you know, you look at the picks that were given up. They weren't like massive hauls or massive picks. Like, you know, for the Celtics to get Tillman for two second-rounders. Um, you look at, you know, what um, Kelly Olenek and them got traded for. Mm-hmm, like, you know, mm-hmm. it's, you know. That's true. Kier Lewis and, you know, a couple of picks. Like, it, it's not a it's, it's not a lot. Like, there were some overpays out there. I thought, um, what was the one trade where I was like, man, they, they really like that guy. That's, you know, a, a major overpay. Oh, was that the Shake Milton for? Yeah, Shake Milton, Troy Monte Brown Morris. for Monte Morris. I was like, man, they must really like that guy. I felt like that was, you know, yeah. a little bit of an overpay. Which, by the way, Whitey, Troy Brown, one of your 3 and D guys who doesn't 3 or D. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but look, like, the Knicks got Alec Burks and Boyan Bogdanovich for Quentin Grimes, Evan Fournier, Malachi Flynn, Ryan Archie Diacono, and two future second-round picks. There's only one good player in that bunch, Quentin Grimes, young player, up-and-comer. Doesn't Archie – what is – how do you say it? I'm sorry, Archie, Archie, Archie Diacono. Diacono. Doesn't he hold – I'm not making fun. I believe he holds a record for the most yeah. games played without a basket. Without a basket. Like, in the like history of – 20-something or something. Yeah, it was like, 20 like, in a row. Yeah. I saw his teammates were reposting it. Like, dang, that's – Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, Brunson – He's a Villanova guy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah he's yeah. one of those That's why guys. I was so surprised they traded him. The Villanova squad was all together with Brunson and Hart and DiVincenzo. Yeah, right. And then yeah. they traded Diac- Archie Diacono. Yeah. Yeah. It's – I don't know. And so what's going to happen, Whitey, and I'm going to tell you how it is with me. I'm going to be frustrated. I'm going to be mad today. But I'm going to wake up tomorrow. We got a game. You beat Jokic in the Nuggets. Let's go. I mean, the goals are still there, are still attainable. It's just, uh, I wish they would have did something. What do you hope to hear from uh, Monty tomorrow? Monty McNair with a press conference scheduled for 12. We're trying to convince him to move it back so he can come on Right, the show. right. Yeah, you're right. I yeah. might have to get down there early to uh, ask the tough questions about Monty. No, I mean, what do I want to hear from him? You know, sometimes they do the opening statement. I need him to address the fans right off the jump. Hmm. You know. Yeah, I like that. I know, you know, you guys are frustrated. I know, you know, there are some holes in this roster but trust me, we're going to address them. We're going to get better. Like, I need a an air of confidence, of a fight. Like, you know what? 
It's not where we want right now, but we're going to get there. You just want an acknowledgement of, hey, I know this is a tough period for you. Right, exactly. We yes, understand. Exactly. This is what we're doing about it. You know, it's, but, you know, I hope I hear that. I'm sure I'm going to hear, well, it takes two teams. You know, we tried and, you know, the asking price was too high. I don't want to hear that cliche stuff, Monty. I need you to talk directly to fans. Don't talk to the media members. Talk to the fans because they're the ones that deserve the product. I, you know, you know, it'd be care. great. Yeah, and they would. No one would ever do this. I, I respect yeah. that. I know that. But it would be so cool if a GM said, "Well, we could add so and so. He's terrible. All right. <laughs> yeah, he was available. Him. We didn't want him though, right? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe so and so gave right, up that right, much for yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. They can have him. Good luck. <laughs> Take a real quick timeout. Get yeah. right back to the phones at 1140 Drive guys, Sackdown Sports. Catch Styles and Watkins live from Radio Row as they bring you the biggest guests in the NFL. Sackdown Sports Radio Row coverage is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. When it's time for a road trip, prepare with a visit to Jiffy Lube for all your automotive maintenance needs, from oil changes to tire rotations and more. Jiffy Lube is your road trip headquarters. Get the best local coverage of the big game with Styles and Watkins. Wednesday through Friday from 10 to 2 on Sacktown Sports and SacktownSports.com. Drive Guys, live and local. Every afternoon, Monday through Friday on Sacktown Sports. Got some voices of reason on the text line. People don't recognize the Kings. I see the changes of moving towards a two-way team. We're trending in that direction. Taking longer than expected for Kings to become full two-way top five team. When we get there sooner than later, I'll be right. I'm still hoping by this season. There's still a lot of faith in the way the Kings are going about it. Some faith out there. People there's are some, still. Uh, <laughs> there's some. I know you've seen some other comments. Yeah, I've seen some other comments out there. You know, Roy says, what happens when this team misses the playoffs? Because right now they sure will. Huh. Man, you got people jumping off, saying they're not renewing season tickets, saying Monty needs to go, criticizing Mike Brown. It is a. Uh, emotional day, if you will, for Kings fans right now. They're, if my math is right here, they're five and a half out of missing the playoffs. They're also five and a half out of the number one seed. Mm. Now, are you in, you're saying missing the play in, and, you know, like. Right. Because yeah. Golden State is 11th. They're, I got five games, right? Five and a half yeah, and you're ten right. and it's a half. Five, yeah, five yeah, games. It's five games. And the right. Warriors, man, they, they yeah. won two in a row. Watch out. Your guy Wiggins is playing really well, and that's one reason they didn't want to trade him. They didn't want, they didn't. I would have loved Andrew Wiggins. If they would have got Wiggins, your boy would be smiling today. Forget about yesterday's He loss. would not be, though. Apparently, he didn't want to get traded. The last thing the Kings needed is a Mopey Wiggins. I know. Yeah, that's true. Yes, that's for sure. That's for sure. Now, I'm looking at the Mavericks right behind us, a game and a half. Lakers are still a little bit back at three. But are you now worried about the Mavericks? And here they come with their moves that they made. No, there's just, I think there's something fundamentally wrong there. And they've got, uh, obviously, Luka's a tremendous player. Kyrie's a tremendous player. They have not been able to figure out exactly how to make it work. And now there's this almost reeks of desperation. we got to mm. do something. Mm. And Gafford's a good player. P.J. Washington, I don't know. But P.J. Washington especially, to me, looks like a, well, this guy used to be pretty good, we think. So they don't scare me. They just seem to me like they're 
They're desperately searching for answers. Could they find a maybe? But my bet is that they don't. 339-1140, Ken on Sackdown Sports. Hello, Ken. How are you? Pretty good, guys. How are you doing this afternoon? Good. What's up, good. Ken? good what to hear got? from you, Ken. The floor is yours. Well, well, I tell you what, you know, I hear everybody playing, uh, uh, kind of panicking. We got to make a move. We can't make a move just for the sake of making a move. And if you're not going to bring somebody in that's going to significantly improve what you got going on, then what you're going to do is risk losing the chemistry and everything you got. I understand that everybody sees us as nice guys and everything, but take a closer look. The Kings have literally squandered five to six games this year. Just just with poor free throw shooting, boneheaded plays, and carelessness with the basketball. That is the kind of stuff that can be taken care of. Quite frankly, Darren Fox is not playing at an all-star level. He was the best clutch player down the stretch last year in the NBA. We're not getting that kind of productivity from him right now. And quite frankly, I'm wondering if he kind of worries about being fouled because I don't think he wants to be at the foul line. I think between him and Sabonis leaving six to eight points on the floor every single night is costing us. And I don't know what they need to do. They need to make a concentrated effort at the beginning of every game to make sure Keenan gets at least five or six shots early. When he gets going early, he seems like he's in a flow. But when he disappears early, you don't see him for the rest of the game. And so, to me, that's what you're talking about. You're talking about the inconsistency of the others. We'll get two 20-point games from Harrison Barnes, and then you don't see him for seven games. The same with Kevin Hurd, although he's playing more – uh, consistently later. I've said that when they get consistency from the two points, from the two guard position, and from the three with Keegan, they can compete with anybody. What I see with the teams is I see a lack of focus when they play teams that they think they're better than. They just show up on the court like they did against Charlotte at home, like they did against Detroit at home. When you take a look at the Kings, they're 14-9 and nine at home. Their road record is one of the best in the league. If the Kings only lose the six games in a row, that's where you are in terms of one of the higher-ranked teams in the Western Conference. So to me, I don't see this team as unable to compete. I think when they're focused, they go against the Milwaukee, they go against the Indiana, they show what they're about, they can play to that level. I think they play with their food too often. They, and they cost themselves games. This game they lost the other night, uh, last night against Detroit. That's going to cost them in April. Yep. No, you're right. Thank 100%. you, Ken. Yeah. Good stuff. Good stuff. It's just hard to uh, – I know the evidence says that's the case. It's just hard to imagine that after it happens again and again and again that uh, that they would let it happen again against Detroit of all teams when the schedule gets so tough. But there it was right before our very eyes. Yeah, and, and that's, that's, so, that's the frustrating part about it is – when you look at this month and how difficult it was, the one game you should be able to pencil in is last night mm-hmm. and be like, all right, mm-hmm. we got this pencil. One, you know? Give me the permanent <laughs> marker. <laughs> You're right. And and now, now you got to go out there and beat Denver. Now you got to go out there and win at OKC and Phoenix. And so that's what's so frustrating about it. Doug joins us here, Sackdown Sports. Hello, Doug. Thanks for hanging. What's up? Gentlemen, how are you? Good. Good. What's up, Doug? I think if I can get into Monty's head and see what he's thinking about the future for the Kings, um, play this one out here. Um, who was he under? He was under, Ma- or, uh, what's his name? Daryl Morey, right? Yeah, yeah that's Darryl correct. Yep, what, yep. Did, what did Houston have that we don't have? 
Houston had all the big-name stars, and what did he do? He parlayed those into draft picks, and Houston is back uh, coming up and on their way. I think that he is going in and he is trying to develop what we have and then to the uh, almost to a similar situation where you got Curry, Thompson, and Draymond Green were all homegrown, and then now they're getting ready. Uh, if they're going to offload those guys, they're going to sit in the picks, uh, you know, circus, and they're going to keep doing that, and that's how they're going to get back or maintain where they are. So I, I think that, you know, he's trying to go in and keep, you know, keep it interesting for fans and that we continue to make the playoffs at whatever position it is. But eventually that we get our group that will be developed. And then one day you'll be able to turn those into something and we will be in a place where we can start doing stuff, draft picks. It may be two, three, four, five years from now, but that's what I see because he's not making a move. Gotcha, Doug. Thank and, you. Uh, yeah. Thank, thank you. Appreciate that. The problem with that is when you're, pretty good like mm-hmm. the kings are then the draft picks that you're in they're not worth as they're much. not worth as much yeah. exactly and that's you know we're 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 good but not good enough yeah we're bad we're not bad enough either you yeah know? so that's a bad that's place, a bad to, place, be place if, to be if that's where you are yeah because those picks no one else wants them that much and then if you keep them they're not very you're not good getting, picks. you're not getting great players at that spot yeah 100 yeah, yeah. uh let's go let's see let's go one more here for one now. more matthew matthew you're on the drive guys hello matthew what's up Hey guys, yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, I just want to, uh, you know, address all the fans that are kind of sounding the alarms after this, you know, uh, this loss to Detroit. Uh, you know, it's nobody's happy, but at the same time, like, how long did we wait to be in a position where, you know, we're expecting the playoffs and, uh, you know, really being happy for the Kings? Um, you got to hand it to Detroit. They had a lights out shooting night. And fortunate for the Kings, but at the same time, you know, I just want to remind everybody, you know, how long we lived in the trenches. And, uh, yeah, just happy the Kings are at the point that they are. And we'll see what moves they make, if any. And let's just, you know, let's appreciate where Sacramento is at this point. And, uh, yeah, let's not grovel on this tough loss. All right. Thanks, Matthew. You're probably right, but, you know, that's a whole thing, as I was saying earlier. I understand it, but a lot of people will say, hey, you know what? 29 and 21. They're 29 that's not and bad. That's not, yeah. yeah. That's seventh right now. <laughs> that gets you seventh where you're just barely hanging on. You know, you know, oh, we have a home court in the play-in if it comes to that. And the whole deal is I think a lot of fans feel like a deal that the Kings made with fans was is, is being broken this year. Mm. You know, there was a promise made last year. We're back. Here we are. We're going to get better and better and better. That was never stated, but it was, you know, I think Kings fans assumed it. And then this year it's like all of a sudden, oh, wait, wait. I think we're going the wrong way. Yeah. And fans feel cheated, but we'll see. But sometimes that's the way it works. It's not always, I know everyone says it's not always linear. It's not linear. Right. Yeah. But, you know, it's, uh, what about momentum? You know, it, uh-huh. it feels like we have, uh, have not capitalized on what happened last season, the good vibes and the right. goodwill. We're not trending in the right direction. And you're right. It's not linear, linear, but you know, I'm worried. Hopefully we don't become the Atlanta Hawks. Mm-hmm. Remember they made it to the exactly. uh, Eastern conference finals and then you know, they, they slid back and yeah. now they're like, in no man's the land. Right. Go? Exactly. Yeah. That, that's what I'm hoping we're not. Mm-hmm. All right. We'll come back, rack things up here. Get back to the phones. 339, huh, 339, 1-800-920-1140. Like it or not Kings back on the Kings coaster. Next to the drive guys on Sackdown sports. 
Live and local, it's The Drive Guys. Watch the show on youtube.com slash sacktownsports1140. Or listen on the Sacktown Sports app. We got a, an update for you. Something going on in the NBA right now. Uh, let's see. 826 left in the third quarter. The Warriors are beating Indiana 76 to 65. Stephen Curry has 31 points. Wow. He's made eight threes. Eight of ten. Eight so far. threes already. Yeah. Uh, and we're not quite halfway through the third quarter. So what's the record? Is it 14 with play? 14, I think? Yeah, yeah play. Yeah. So Three-point single-game record watch uh, on right now in Indianapolis. And your boy Wiggins, let's see, he's got nine points. Okay, my guy, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Steph, call me when you make 11 straight three-pointers like Keegan Murray. I mean, come on. Exactly. Tyrese Halliburton has not scored yet 0 for 4 in 18 minutes. I think he's still struggling with that. Yeah. He probably shouldn't be playing, huh? Probably not, but you got the whole got to play 65 games. So, you know. And he could lose... I saw how much he could Ooh, lose. Was it forty one million or something I, like yeah, that? Yeah, I think yeah. it's like forty. I thought, well, how much money could it be? He could lose forty million, million dollars. Oh, oh okay. well, <laughs> yeah, it's like he has to make an All NBA team to right. get the forty and a half million. So, but this is the this is the trade off, right? It's like he has to play these games, but these games are hurting his chances of making All NBA. So, is it better that he yeah. right. plays twenty right. minutes of meaningless basketball? Or just sit out the game altogether. Because the way he's been playing before he got hurt, he was on track to no, oh, yeah, reasonably for sure. be yeah, all in the yeah. yeah, Yeah, for yeah. sure. And, you know, he's still there, I think. Uh, and he, you know, has time after the All-Star break to, to seal it. Because he's going to lead the league in assists. And so I, I think that's a, uh, you know, pretty uh, high thing to do and, and get you on All-NBA. But... You're right. He hasn't been playing well since dealing with this hamstring. I, mean, yeah. I don't know. Leading the league in rebounds doesn't get you to the all-star team. So, that I mean, is who true. cares? That is true. From <laughs> the 5-3-0, Kyle, do the Kings live and die by the 3-2 off? And if they didn't shoot 44s, uh, threes last night, they probably could have won. Nah, but like Mike Brown said, 120 points, you should be able to get a win. If you score 120. It wasn't the offense. I mean, yeah, And like we said with the Coach Triano, four Four turnovers. Four turnovers. You allow a team to shoot 55% from three. And it's not like the Pistons only shot seven of them. They shot 31 and made 17. That's where they lost the game defensively. You can't give up 39 in the second and then 36 in the fourth. That's where they lost the game. It's not. It wasn't the offense. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody else here, and I apologize, people didn't put their names on it. Have to wonder if changing personnel can fix the head case problem. Mm. Huh? Do we have a head case mm. problem? I don't think so. No, I don't. I see. If Fox is not hurt, I could see how you would look at that and go, oh, something's wrong with him. I think he's hurt. He's hurt. And yeah. I don't think he's going to admit it. And I think his right shoulder is hurt. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. And it's affecting everything. Shooting-wise, I know he's not right-handed, but everything he does, it's it's you know I think it's impacting his foul shooting. And so I think it looks like, what's wrong with him? There's something wrong with him. He's got to get his head straight. I think his shoulder's killing him uh, should we give him grace because of that or if you're healthy enough to play no excuses i don't know <sighs> like it's, i he's, if he's playing bless him but at some point if you're hurting the team you you got to sit down yeah and, and like i said earlier I, I think this all-star break can't come soon enough like this team needs a break they need to rest they need to uh recharge fox needs to get healthy and so uh you know well, we got three more, no, four more games before the break. They can't come soon enough. Mm-hmm. 
I still think Fox, even when he's not at his best, I think you have a better chance to win if he's playing and hoping that, you know, game to game he'll find it than if he sits out and, you know, because as you've pointed out, you know, you don't have a lot of depth in the backcourt as it is. Right, and and that's the thing with this Kings team. It's like, you know, uh, the bench I thought played fantastic last night. I thought, you know, Malik, Davion, Trey, they all played fantastic. But we need more of that, what we saw last night. Like, we should be able to win games when Fox isn't, you know, the man. I will say this, though, Whitey, real quick about De'Aaron Fox, and I said this last week. De'Aaron Fox's main job on this team is to get buckets. He's not the point guard. He's not going to lead you in assists. His job is to get buckets and play great defense. Those are his two things. He's been playing fantastic defense. Last night, he was unable to get buckets. They need him to get buckets. Our coach and coaching staff should embrace who we have, plus who we have on the bench and coach the heck out of them. Kessler, Colby, Len, do it. That's from Mm. dedicated fan Mary Francis. All right, Mary, I see you out there, you know. And what about Sasha, too? Did you see Sasha out there last night? I saw (laughs) first possession. He's in there. Detroit has the ball. Joe Harris is at the nail. And Sasha's just hanging on for dear life. And Joe Harris isn't going anywhere. I was sitting, you know, where we sit. And the guy next to me, I just go, you can call that from here. Right. So they call the foul right away. Like like five seconds on the floor. Why are you holding him? It's Joe Harris and he's not doing anything. But then he got fouled shooting a three. And yeah. then they took him off the floor. Yeah, he only played five minutes. And I don't think he was moving that well with that ankle. And so I think that's the reason why. Mm-hmm. But, you know, to the last uh, comment you mentioned, like, we got to embrace. Like, why wasn't Kessler Edwards in that game? We've seen Kessler Edwards the last three or four games. Jay Nivey is cooking. How come you don't get some size and length and get Kessler Edwards out there on Jay Nivey? I don't know. And so, you know, it's all Monday morning quarterbacking, second-guessing the coach. That's old as day. You know, you could always second-guess the day after. But it's interesting. You use Kessler in certain situations, but not last night when you needed defense mm-hmm. out there. Like, yeah. you know, Jay Triano said, it wasn't the offense. It was the defense last night. By the way, somebody's mad because Detroit – has two of their seven wins against the Kings. That's not actually true. No, who said they that? Do not. They do not. I don't want to. I don't want to. You don't want to out them. Put your name. Yeah, is that they, on the YouTube? They actually, channel? did. I don't want to. They did put their name on it, so I don't want to. <laughs> Let me see where you are. I'm, I'm about to call yeah. call them out. Detroit here. has seven total wins. Two of them came from the Kings. That's unacceptable, and it's actually not uh, true. <laughs> uh, we'll just say his name is Bleven. Bleven rhymes, right? <laughs> but that's not. It's Tuseven. not that bad. Yeah. yeah, because I know why he says that. Because Detroit had such a good first quarter when yeah. they played there. Yeah, but Kings actually won that game. Every team gets right when they play against the Kings because of their defense. They keep doubling the ball, but not rotating fast enough. So people will get basically wide open shots, even though they're contested. Mm. This is a Mike Brown problem Dang. from the two oh nine. Nah, not at all. It's a personnel problem. I think it's you. Don't have great on-ball individual defenders. You know, it, it is what it is. And Jay Triano talked about, especially at the wing spot, you don't have size, length, you know, to keep guys in front of you to drive. And so I, I just think it's it's a roster problem, not necessarily a coaching problem. You know what I think I would try? Yeah, and what you got? Mr. Reynolds mentioned this a lot last mm. year. I haven't talked to him about it this year. 
But with the Kings defense last year, he said, you know, I would just try playing a lot more zone. Do more zone, huh? Yeah, and they've had some success yeah. with it. Yeah, you might be right, man. And and sometimes teams do that. Like, we've seen Utah go zone a lot, Miami. Miami plays a and lot you, of zone. you got to maybe accept your flaws. Like, you know what? We're not great on-ball defenders. Teams are gashing us from three-point range because they're breaking down our defense. Maybe you got to switch it up yeah. and play more zone. And I'm sure they've considered that, and there right. must be reasons why they're not doing it. But, you know, maybe you go, oh, we're, we're in zone on a make or something. I, I don't know. Just something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, something to change it up. Yeah. Because what you see, too, from the Kings is a lot of times they'll switch things up, but by that time it's too late. Like they go for a blitz or a trap late in games. Mm-hmm. By mm-hmm. that time, teams are ready for it. They're like, all right, they're going to do this now, and we can pick it apart. From the 5-3-0, when you're missing a ton of threes, doesn't that allow the other team to get out and run their offense better? It makes the defense harder, doesn't it? Good question. Yeah, but, uh, you know, Sacramento is one of the top teams in the league at defending fast break. And so, you know, the long rebounds aren't leading to transition buckets on you. I think last time I checked, they were seventh in the league at limiting the fast break. I didn't realize that. So I I don't think that's an issue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, in general, it's true. But in the specific case of the Kings so far, you're saying, "Eh, no, it's not proven to be true. Right. Exactly. You know, they do a fabulous job defending the paint and they do a fabulous job in transition, defending transition. It's the three-pointers that are killing them right now. I thought it was really interesting that last night Coach Brown talked about the pick-and-roll defense, mm-hmm. and he said, I don't know what the numbers are, but I'm going to check. Uh, he's, wasn't that interesting? He goes, <laughs> I bet we're terrible. We were terrible at it tonight. He said, I don't even know where we are on that. But He probably knows. He probably, <laughs> that's what I, yeah, I got to go look that up. And in his mind, he's like, yeah, we're not that good at the pick-and-roll defense. Yeah, they got to do. They got to change something up because this can't – I would love to look at the history of, you know, the last 10 seasons. And let's look at playoff teams and championship caliber teams who defend a three as poorly as Sacramento. Like, you got it. In today's NBA, that should be number one defending the three. Mm -hmm. And they're not doing a good job with it. All right, Kyle Draper, we're back out at the arena tomorrow. You play by play again tomorrow? Uh, pre and post tomorrow. Pre and post. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. I, I think, can get a little yeah. fr- frustrated, emotional, <laughs> in pre and post. So yes. All right, we're expecting Mr. Bibby perhaps tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. yeah we're going to effort Mike Bibby. He's going to be in the building too. So let's get Mike Bibby yeah. on for sure. And That'll your good happen. friend Emil Fergoso from Las Vegas. Unbelievable. He's been a fanboy down there. He's a fanboy <laughs> right now. No uh, journalist. We got UC Davis basketball for you next, right here on Sacktown Sports.